Hey, what's up guys? This is Ryan with Lighthouse. Today I'm going to be talking about um, a famous person that I was a big influence on me musically. He was a musician for a band called Sublime. His name was Bradley Noel. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about him and how his music affected me. So he was born in Long Beach, California. It's in Southern California for those of you who don't know. Um, as a child, he enjoyed surfing and sailing and different things like that. He was a difficult child, very hyperactive and disruptive. Um, his parents got divorced when he was around 10 years old. And after a while, his mother couldn't handle his hyperactive behavior and sent him to live with his dad when he was 10 years old. Um, his, his father and his mother were both musicians. His dad was a construction worker. Um, and a guitar player, and his mom was a piano teacher for a living. And when he was 11, he took a trip with his dad to the Virgin Islands in the Caribbean. And it was the first time he was exposed to reggae music. And it made a big impact on his life and later his music. At the age of 16, he started his first band. It was called Hogan's Heroes. It's a punk band with a guy named Michael Yates and Eric Wilson, who later became the bass player for Sublime. Um, in the beginning, Wilson and Noel, they, they didn't have a similar interest in reggae music, and it was more focused on punk rock. Um, later on in his life, he, he went to University of California at Santa Cruz to study finance. Um, he got good grades and he dropped out one semester before he was going to graduate, which is kind of interesting. Um, he said, I have all the hard classes left and I doubt I'll ever go back. So after that, he, one of his friends that he met at school was studying music and they had recently got, gotten together um, the official band Sublime with the three members uh, Wilson, uh, Bud, and Bradley. And they used to play house parties and barbecues and stuff like that. And they, they became a little popular in the area, but a lot of record companies turned them down because their music style was so eclectic. Um, for those of you don't, who don't haven't heard Sublime, it's a mix of reggae, punk rock, hip-hop, um, surf rock, dub, it's kind of a, a mix of a lot of different kinds of music. So they didn't have uh, support of a label. And they had this friend that he met, that Bradley met in college. And he was working at, a, at the studio at the college. And they would sneak in every night at 9.30 after they closed. And they would stay there until 5 a.m. And that's how they recorded their, their first two albums, actually. So they, they did it all for free. <laughs> Um, the first one was just a EP with a few tracks and the second one was 40 ounce to freedom, which later became a, a, a hit. And around that time, Noel became involved with drugs. And as the band grew bigger, he also, his appetite for drugs grew bigger as well. And he eventually got hooked on heroin. He thought that uh, heroin would make him more creative, uh, his dad said in one interview. Um, and it was maybe he was going through stress too from other things in his life. But his drug use got really out of control. Um, 
there I heard a story one time about how he after a show he sold all the band's equipment to buy drugs and later on he recorded an album um, that has a lot of songs talking about his drug use called Robin the Hood and at that time the band wasn't really on good terms and he recorded a lot of it alone by himself in his house where he lived with a bunch of drug addicts and he had a, a four-track tape recorder and some music equipment um, but it was also a really good album um, so as as around the time this album came out they started becoming more popular they they got some songs on uh, k-rock which is really big radio station in southern california rock radio station and during that time, they started recording what is now known as their self-titled album, Sublime. And they finished the recording, and they were about to go on tour for to Europe and um, some other countries. And they were in the hotel room, and they had all been drinking, and Bradley tried to wake the band up to go to the beach in the morning, but everybody was too hungover, and... Um, later on during the day when they actually woke up, they found him on the floor and he was dead. His dog was laying next to him and they could tell that he had overdosed on heroin. Um, so it's a pretty sad story. Um, but the way it's affected me, his, his music was really innovative. It mixed a lot of different kinds of music together that normally you don't hear together. Um, I think probably the band Charlie Brown Jr. here in Brazil got a lot of their influences from Sublime because they have a very similar style of mixing uh, hip-hop, punk, uh, reggae, and all that stuff together. And uh, the lyrics, he, he was able to make a, a song that sounded happy, but he was talking about something really serious and um, you know something that was very, very personal for him. And he was able to transmit that uh, through his music, and it, it was it was a band that that I remember from high school and stuff like that. So it's kind of dear to my heart. So that's it, guys.